from iHeart Podcasts, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade, starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply.
The Bloodline Entertainment Network. Find all your sports and wrestling entertainment needs in one place as we form a new network that features several different podcasts, watch-alongs, sports and entertainment shows, and much more. The Bloodline Entertainment Network debuts March 5th. Drink in the club till the wolves come. Surrounded by the sheep in the street till the wolves come. Everyone strip on the floor. We the wolves done. Who can fuck with the Nero? I got a Snyder extender clip, so who wanna play hero? Go bad shit like Ozzy. I was born in the darkness. Oh, you the wolf, so we pull up and you're harmless. So pray to Oliver Don, daughter, the top shotter, the top spot, final boss you cross. That's when your ride stop. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast, episode 276. I am your host, Mike De Niro, and today we have a super stacked show for you guys. We are here on a Thursday. When was the last time you heard the DeLorean on a Thursday? That is right, day four of our five-day-a-week journey. Today we're talking about Ring of Honor. Not only are we going to be going back in time talking about Ring of Honor, we're going to be talking about a show that played a huge part in the first year of Ring of Honor's 20-year history. But before we do, got to give a big shout-out to the chat already. Got the bloodline in the motherfucking building. Shout-out to Devin from Clark Street. Happy birthday, bro. Happy birthday to the tribal chief himself. Shout-out to Johnny. I appreciate you being here, homie. Shout-out to my bloodline brother, Nick. Had a great time with you yesterday on our doubleheader with me jumping on the UW pod, you jumping on the Wrestling DeLorean pod. We had a great time. If you guys missed it, go check out both the UW pod from last night and the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. I appreciate you for being here. Everybody, make sure you follow on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean pod. Follow on TikTok at Circle of Debate and follow on Twitter at W underscore DeLorean pod. And let's give a big shout out to our sponsors at manscaped.com. You already know the drill. 20% off site wide. Why would you let that go to waste? Why not? You're going, you're going to have to fucking clean up yourself any fucking way. You're going to want to, you know, groom down there anyway. Why not do it with the best products known to fucking man or manscaped? And why not get 20% off when you're on the site to get the weed whacker, the lawnmower, or the ball deodorant? Ball deodorant goes a long way. Anyway, also, shout out to the new merch that Circle of Debate and the Rest of the Lauren Podcast has all available now. Check out the merch, y'all. 
Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being... I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcasts, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We We just just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being, I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, sir. Definitely check out that merchandise. Cop some merchandise. Ladies and gentlemen, it is almost here. The time has almost come for the Bloodline Entertainment Network to take over the motherfucking podcast game. I got my Bloodline brothers in the motherfucking building right now. Not only do I have Devin, not only do I have Nick here, we got Dom, the South Philly psycho. What's popping, bro? We got Ivan from Circle of the Bait. Got to represent that Circle of the Bait. Thank you so much for being here. Appreciate you. Uh, bro, dude, without a doubt, you are the tribal chief. You know what? Just one, let me do this one time. I know this is usually uh this is usually Ivan's thing, but I gotta acknowledge my boy here. Hold up, let me see, let me see, let me see. Where am I? Where am I? Where am I? This for you, Devin. Happy birthday. Acknowledge me. Word. And if you don't acknowledge our tribal chief then there's only one thing that's going to happen to you. Enough! 
Solo! <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, like I was saying, the Bloodline Entertainment Network, it is slowly coming. It is upon us. It is on the horizon. March 4th, we have the launch party. March 5th, we are officially here and ready to take over. Check out the Bloodline Entertainment Network. The Bloodline Entertainment Network. Find all your sports and wrestling entertainment needs in one place as we form a new network that features several different podcasts, watch-alongs, sports and entertainment shows, and much more. The Bloodline Entertainment Network debuts March 5th. Definitely shout out to the Bloodline. Throw your ones in the air. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time to get into our topic. Ring of Honor's third show in history is called A Night of Appreciation. The reason why it's called A Night of Appreciation is because we are showing appreciation to Eddie Guerrero, somebody who was on the first Ring of Honor show, but not on the second show because he resigned with the WWE, but decided, even though he was the WWE Intercontinental Champion at the time, decided he was going to come back for one more show for Ring of Honor just because he loved it that much. We're going to get into all of that. But first, before we do, we got to hop into our DeLorean. We got to put our seatbelt on, and we're about to go back in time to 2002. Let's go. I am so excited to talk about this episode because we have a super stacked show for Ring of Honor here. Their, their, their third show in is such a stacked show. So much talent. So many household names that we know now today. But we're just getting their start when they were on this show in 2002. April 27th, 2002 to be exact. First of all, Dom says, happy birthday again, my tribal chief. I got ready to spike somebody when I saw that. Word, you are the solo of the bloodline, bro. Shout out to Johnny. He says, I will never acknowledge Roman Reigns. Pretty soon, Roman Reigns will acknowledge Cody. Hey, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But definitely happy birthday, Devin. 2002, the year was, I was, yo, my sister was also born in 2002. Definitely shout out to 2002. Let's get into it. Ring of Honor, a night of appreciation. Let's talk about this show. This show was, once again, a show to show appreciation to Eddie Guerrero, a man who was on Ring of Honor's first show, went back to the WWF, won the Intercontinental Champion, and then took that title and brought it to Ring of Honor. Eddie Guerrero did not have to do this. Eddie Guerrero did not have to meet these, uh, what's called, the dates that he made before resigning. Eddie Guerrero especially didn't have to show up with the damn title, the WWF Intercontinental Champion, on a Ring of Honor show. Ring of Honor is only three shows in at the time this is not ring of honor 20 years in where it's like hey it's a prestigious company ring of honor was only three shows in 
Eddie Guerrero felt that strongly about Ring of Honor in its early stages that he wanted to do this. He said in a what's called interview that he would have worked for Ring of Honor for free. He credits Ring of Honor and the passion that he saw in the young guy's eyes and in the ring that night on the first show, the what's called Era of Honor Begins. He credits that to one of the reasons why he sobered up. He said that that passion gave him passion of his own. He said that passion that he saw in the young guy's eyes to make it in this business said, you know what? I got to sober up. I got to get my shit together and I got to hang with this young talent because if you remember, Eddie Guerrero did not win on his first show. The first show for Ring of Honor, he lost to Super Crazy. It only motivated him. And like I said, even after signing, he decided to come back. So we start off the show with the Philadelphia State Athletic Commission. By the way, the show's taking place at the Murphy Rec Center, the third show in a row that will be at the Murphy Rec Center. Show number four is actually going to be moving. We're going to be in Boston. But show number three is also in the Murphy Rec Center, just like the Round Robin Challenge and the Era of Honor begins. And it starts off with the State Athletic Commission having a backstage meeting with everybody, all the talent. They tell the talent, let's keep it professional. Let's stay safe out there. Let's not do nothing stupid. Also, let's show appreciation to Eddie Guerrero, a man who doesn't have to be here, but a man who's going to be gracing our uh, show tonight. So definitely let's go and put on a banger, if not for yourself, but for him. Ready showing a lot of appreciation there. And that that was the whole, you know, that was the whole, I guess you would say, theme of the night was giving back. First match on the show, we have a debuting tag team, the Hit Squad. Who remembers the Hit Squad? The Monster Mac and Dan Moth, two big badasses. They go against the Christopher Street Connection, the team of Buffy and Mace, who was accompanied by Allison Danger and Prince Nana, who's still around. Awesome to see Prince Nana back in the day here. But to a losing effort because the hit squad just totally decimated, in three minutes, no less, the Christopher Street connection. I love the hit squad. The hit squad was just two badasses who just ran through their opponents. Let's see what the chat's saying. Ivan says, happy birthday to our tribal chief of podcasting, most definitely. Tim King in the motherfucking house was popping, bro. Shout out to the Tim King show. If you haven't seen it, Tim King has been motherfucking killing it. Shout out to Tim King. Go check out the Tim King show. Yeah, another reason to respect the hell out of Latino heat, Dom says. Totally agree. The man was a loyal, loyal guy. Let's get into that second match of the show. We have the late, great, throw your motherfucking peace sign in the air, for one of my favorite Ring of Honor wrestlers of all time. And I'm not just saying that. I said the stories of why on the Circle of Bay. I said the stories of why here. But the late, great Jay Briscoe, he went against ECW alumni Tony Mamaluke on this show. Tony Mamaluke, who came out in his FBI gear. Tony Mamaluke, who came out to his FBI music. Tony Mamaluke, who thought this was still ECW. Lost against Jay Briscoe, who was only 18 at the time. Jay Briscoe beats Tony Mamaluke with the J Driller. And out comes James Maritato, the former little Guido, who said that he is no longer going to be a joke. He's not going to be the FBI. He's not going to be all gimmicky. He said he's a shoot fighter, and that's what he's going to show here in Ring of Honor. He is kind of disappointed in Tony Mamaluke. He said that, listen, the FBI is dead. It's dead along with ECW. Why are you trying to rehash a gimmick that didn't get over in the first place in ECW? 
James Maritato says Tony Mamaluke needs to start being himself and less of a character. And that's why he lost to Jay Briscoe. James Maritato, a.k.a. Little Guido, also has a matchup on this night. He's going against the red-hot Xavier, another man who we lost way too soon. Rest in peace to Xavier. Xavier went on and he fought Tony. He fought James Maritato and Scoot Andrews. If you remember in the first show, Scoot Andrews, a.k.a. the Black Nature Boy, lost to Xavier. And in the second show, James Maritato lost to Xavier. So Xavier comes into this matchup with a victory over both these men. But in the end, James Maritato picks up the victory here when he defeats Scoot Andrews with the pin when he hits the Sicilian slice. Xavier was not a part of the finish. Xavier is pissed off. He wants another shot at James Maritato. It is signed for the next show in Boston. James Maritato versus Xavier. Definitely looking forward to that. Xavier is a guy we don't really talk about much here. He, he was the second ever Ring of Honor champion, a guy who was uber talented. And I feel like because he left the wrestling industry so early in his career, he, he left pretty early due to injuries. Because he left so early, <clears throat> excuse me, we haven't really talked about him. But this is a guy in the early stages of Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor is really putting their rocket ship behind. So definitely think that, you know, Xavier needs to be talked about a little bit more. We get another tag team matchup. Uh, we have this, you know, we have this theme of former ECW talents being here in Ring of Honor on the early stages. And this is no different because we have the team of Christian York and Joey Matthews going against the team of Chris Devine and Quiet Storm. Two other guys who helped train me. Uh, you know, I feel like people always hear me say, oh, this guy trained me, that guy trained me. Just going to put it out there. I was trained by a team from House of Glory. It was Devin Storm. Well, it was Chris, De Chris Devine, Quiet Storm, Amazing Red, Brian XL, and Loki. So that's why I always say that for a bunch of different wrestlers. It was all a part of the House of Glory school. But how powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't, don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being... I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well,
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Yeah, you know, everyone going into this, they, they were expecting Christian York and Joey Matthews, a.k.a. Joey Mercury, to win this matchup because these are the guys who were on national television. These were the guys who were a part of ECW, especially towards the later run. They had a lot of upside. They were teaming up with Rob Van Dam, and Rob Van Dam was grooming them to be the next big tag team. And here they lose to two virtual unknowns. And that's what makes Ring of Honor special. Ring of Honor was known for taking guys who were a little bit more established, putting them on the show, but only to really showcase the young talent that's up and coming. You know, Chris Devine and Quiet Storm, after this, they, they go to Japan and they spend most of their career in Japan. So we don't see too much of them here in Ring of Honor. But I do got to say, hey, shout out to Ring of Honor for knowing that we got to, we're probably going to bring in these stars for one or two shows because we don't have the money or the budget to really bring them in on a full-time basis. So let's use them wisely and elevate the stars that we are going to be bringing in, the new stars, the stars of tomorrow. Speaking about stars of tomorrow, the next matchup is a 20-minute banger. The next matchup was low-key. A guy who's making his presence known in Ring of Honor. The man who won the three-way main event on the very first show against Christopher Daniels and Brian Danielson. The man who won the round-robin challenge on show two. The man who will go on to, spoiler alert, become the first ever Ring of Honor champion. He is going one-on-one with a young, scrappy upstart who is virtually unknown to the crowd right now. A man who had one or two matches in the WCW, a man who is now a household name, the phenomenal one, AJ Styles, makes his debut on this show for Ring of Honor. Um, AJ Styles said in interviews in the past, in the early stages from 2002 to 2000, maybe five or six, he looked at Ring of Honor as his home. He, he thought TNA was a good second home, but you know when people think of AJ Styles, especially in his early career, they say AJ Styles and TNA go like synonymously with each other. But AJ Styles says that his home in his heart was really Ring of Honor. And this was the start of it. AJ Styles is here in Ring of Honor in April. TNA doesn't even start up for another two months. So really cool to see this matchup. Low-key and AJ Styles, who also feud in TNA in a few months for like that early part in the early stages of the X Division, showed what they could do when the gloves are off and the cuffs are off here in Ring of Honor. This was just an absolute banger. Go out of your way. If you're not going to see anything else on this show, go out of your way to see Loki and AJ Styles. I know this show is really centered behind Eddie Guerrero coming back with the IC title, but you got to go out of your way to see Loki and AJ Styles. I'm telling you, they had a bunch of bangers in TNA. I don't think any of those compare to this matchup here in Ring of Honor. Their first ever interaction with each other was absolutely phenomenal. No pun intended. A great, great matchup. I loved it. 20 minutes. Loki picks up the victory here. Loki is still hot. Loki is one of the most dynamic and hard-hitting and unique wrestlers here in the early stages of Ring of Honor and was a real get for them. 
And it really looks like he's being groomed to be the guy. So really cool to see Loki continue to build his star power. If you think about this is only three shows in, think about the names he defeated. Loki already defeated Brian Danielson, Christopher Daniels, and now defeats AJ Styles. How is this man not champion already? Amazing matchup. Can't talk. I can't, what's called, say how good this is. I can't put it in words. This was just amazing. You got to go see this matchup. Excellent matchup. Loki and AJ Styles. Next, we get the Carnage Crew, the team of Tony DeVito, also a ECW alumni, if you could see the pattern that we have here. Teaming up with H.C. Loke, who was the referee on the show, one that Homicide attacked. He, remember, he said, I'm a wrestler. I'm not a referee. I'm sick of getting punked out like I'm some bitch. I'm going to fucking show the world why you shouldn't fuck with H.C. Loke. He is here with his boy, Tony DeVito, and they are going against the Ring Crew Express, a.k.a. Dunn and Marcos, who... If you go back in time and check out who the Ring Crew Express was, they had the long hair, they had the bright colors, and they had the tassels. They look just like the motherfucking Young Bucks. This was the Young Bucks before the Young Bucks. This was the Young Bucks of 2002. They had a lot of similar moves to the Young Bucks. They hit a double super kick. They did that move where they do the uh, arm bar, not the arm bar, the uh, arm drag into the backflip into the, the drop kicks. They also did the double 450s. I was like, yo. This is fucking basically Matt and Nick. Shout out to Dunn and Marcos. How is this team a team that I never heard of before? Yo, chat, let me know. Have you guys heard of Dunn and Marcos, the Ring Crew Express? Because I feel like if this was 2015, 2016, and not 2002, I think that these two guys are much bigger stars than what they became. I don't think they became anything after this, unfortunately. But in the end, though, even though Dunn and Marcos looked impressive, the Ring Crew Express was no match for the Carnage Crew. The Carnage Crew, H.C. Loke and Tony DeVito win the matchup. Afterwards, Homicide and Boogaloo, they confront the Carnage Crew. We are on a collision course to see these two teams go at it. Also, the Hit Squad, Monster Mac and Dan Moff also want to get into the action here. So we're going to have a three-way war between these two teams, these three teams. The Carnage Crew, the Hit Squad, Homicide and Boogaloo. It's going to be fucking awesome. We also have a new name here who hasn't been on the Ring of Honor shows before. We have Donovan Morgan, who i never seen before, going up against Christopher Daniels. This matchup was a 15-minute banger. I thought that for sure Christopher Daniels was a star that they've really been building the last couple weeks, well, the last couple shows. I think that it was kind of a done deal for Christopher Daniels to win this matchup. But surprise, surprise, Donovan Morgan gets the victory here. And afterwards, Christopher Daniels shows that he actually has respect for Donovan Morgan. If you remember the first two shows, he refused to use the code of honor. He refused to shake the hands of Loki and Brian Danielson and was like, you know what? I will shake your hands when I respect you. Donovan Morgan beats Christopher Daniels and he shook his hand. He has respect for him. What is this connection between Donovan Morgan and Christopher Daniels? You got to wait and find out. The next matchup was a four-way gauntlet matchup. Check out these names in this match. Spanky, a.k.a. Brian Kendrick, versus Michael Shane, a.k.a. Maverick Matt, a.k.a. Matt Bentley, the cousin of Shawn Michaels, versus Paul London, versus the American Dragon, Brian Danielson. What a fucking matchup this was. This shit also went about 17 minutes, 
Great, great matchup. This show really starts hitting up towards the end here. First of all, though, shout out to my motherfucking boy, Kofi Weeson in the building. I appreciate you. Check out Dirty Heels Podcast. We have a crazy-ass gauntlet matchup here. Um, there, there is elimination rules, so I'm going to go down the order of eliminations here. Paul London defeats uh, Michael Shane when he hits the shooting star press. Spanky defeats Michael Shane when he hits the, uh, well, no, defeats Paul London with the sliced bread number two. And then Spanky defeats Brian Danielson. I was a little shocked by this. You have Brian Danielson, Christopher Daniels, both lose on this uh, show. The last show is really building him up here. And they had Spanky build up on the side, like being brought up as another challenger who could face whoever for the world champion. And I think that is very interesting here, even though the first two shows were around and like, you know, focused on building the stars of American Dragon, Brian Danielson and Christopher Daniels. I think that it's very interesting that Spanky wins the matchup. At the time, Spanky's storyline was he was someone who didn't want to listen to the older talent. He didn't want to listen to the veterans. He did not care. Even during the Eddie Guerrero moment, like where the athletic commission was telling everybody before the show to have a safe uh, night. Let's let's show appreciation to Eddie Guerrero. Spanky was in the back with headphones, just like bobbing out, like not fucking listening at all. So he's just this cocky little punk, but he backs it up in the ring. I mean, shit, if he beat Brian Danielson, Michael Shane, and Paul London, then you could be as cocky as you want to be, motherfucker, because this guy showed that he's not just a young punk. He doesn't need the advice because he is actually going out there and fucking winning. I mean, shit, if you win, then who's going to tell you that you're doing something wrong if you're already winning? Brian Kendrick has yet to be defeated in Ring of Honor. So why would he listen to a Jerry Lynn? Why would he listen to a uh, Tony DeVito? Why would he listen to all these guys who are trying to give him advice? Like His game plan is obviously working. I love this storyline. Pretty dope. Shout out to my boy Lennox Coleman in the motherfucking building. What's popping, bro? Thank you so much for joining, bro. Next, we get the main events of the evening. The reason why we're here, we got Eddie Guerrero teaming up with the amazing Red to go against Jose and Joel Maximo, the SAT. This matchup was fucking awesome. First of all, to see Eddie Guerrero walk out. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Before Sarah discovered ChumbaCasino.com, she enjoyed chamomile tea. Come on, big jackpot. And being in PJs by six. Let's go. The new fun Sarah. Woohoo! 
often thinks about the old boring Sarah yes. and wonders if that Sarah ever really existed. Chumba Casino has over a hundred casino-style games, so join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. No purchase necessary. We were created by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On a Ring of Honor show with the WWF Intercontinental Championship. First of all, I don't know how this was approved by the WWF, but it was fucking awesome. Mind you, once again, I cannot stress enough, this was only the third show in Ring of Honor history. The third show. And you have a star like Eddie Guerrero not only coming out, but coming out as a signed WWF talent with a WWF title belt. Fucking awesome moment. He is teaming up here with the Amazing Red. They defeat SAT. This was a really good matchup. And Eddie Guerrero basically passes the torch to Amazing Red. Gets on the mic. The crowd is, you know, bowing. They're fucking, thank you, Eddie. Right? Thank you, Eddie. Thank you, Eddie. And he says, no, don't chant for me. Don't chant for me. Chant for Amazing Red. Chant for the SAT. Because they're the true stars, and they're going to be the stars that take Ring of Honor to the next level. He said, I will be very well off in the WWF. But I want you guys to put your support and back up the Amazing Red. Back up the SAT. During this, though, out comes Brian XL. Another guy who trained me. Another guy who was a cocky young upstart here in Ring of Honor's early history. He comes out and he says, how come you're showing all this respect to Eddie? No, you're showing all this respect to Amazing Red, showing all this respect to Jose and Joe Maximo. Where's my respect? Eddie Guerrero says, if you want respect, we could go one-on-one right now and you could prove that I'm here to respect you. But if not, you get no respect at all, punk. Brian XL says, hey, If you want to face me one-on-one, put that title on the line. Eddie Guerrero agrees. We have for, and this is something that I feel never is talked about. We have a WWF intercontinental title matchup that is actually sanctioned by the WWF. Because if you go into the history books and you go to Eddie Guerrero's 2002 intercontinental title reign, it does show Eddie Guerrero faced Brian XL. It doesn't say in Ring of Honor. It says in Philly. But it does say Eddie Guerrero faced Brian XL. The WWF Intercontinental Championship was defended in a Ring of Honor ring on Ring of Honor's third show. How the fuck was this company not going to succeed? They had a WWF title defended on a third show. Anybody who runs an independent company, anybody who runs any company to get the biggest, the biggest, you know, names on your show have the fucking world title of the biggest promotion that you're trying to be successful in and put that on your show three shows in. That says a lot. Eddie Guerrero defeats uh, Brian XL. Very obvious that that was going to happen. But just the moment of Eddie Guerrero defending his IC title against a Ring of Honor star in Ring of Honor was fucking awesome. This overall was a great show. By far, the best Ring of Honor show so far. Out of the three shows, this is totally better than An Era of Honor Begins. This is totally better than the Round Robin Challenge. Definitely go out of your way and check out Night of Appreciation, uh, the third show in Ring of Honor history. 
April 27, 2002. Go check it out on the Honor Club. Honor Club is $10. You know, check it out. Uh, Ring of Honor is about to come back and start doing television. It's going to be solely on the Honor Club app. So why not? Check it out. While you're there, go check out this show. Um, before I end this, though, I just want to talk about Eddie Guerrero and Ring of Honor. Like I said, the, the significance of this happening, the significance of this man being a part of Ring of Honor at such an early stage in Ring of Honor's history, it's basically what put Ring of Honor on the map. Um, you know, everybody who was a part of Ring of Honor from, our, what was his name, Rob Feinstein and RF Videos, which basically ran Ring of Honor in its, in its early stages, they said that Eddie Guerrero was a last-minute addition to the first show. Their ticket sales were virtually none. They, they had a show filled of indie darlings that no one really knew about, and they only sold like 25 tickets. They somehow were able to secure Eddie Guerrero versus Super Crazy on that first show, and they sold the place out for their very first show. The Murphy Rec Center is a small little place, but they went from 25 tickets to 400 tickets. And that was just with the addition of Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero, like I said, he said in many interviews that Ring of Honor gave him back that passion. It made him want to live again. It made him want to get clean and just wrestle again. Just like the old days. Just like when he was tearing it up in Mexico with Art Bar. Just like when he was in ECW. Shout out to Don who just brought that up. He says, if you think, if you think about it, Eddie Guerrero helped build ECW and Ring of Honor. Exactly. Because if Eddie Guerrero was not on Ring of Honor's first and third show, Ring of Honor would have died. That was straight from the horse's mouth. RF Videos' Rob Feinstein said that if Eddie Guerrero did not bring the star power to the show, there was no tickets being sold, and Ring of Honor would have not gone past three shows. So Eddie Guerrero needs to be talked about because Eddie Guerrero is the sole reason why Ring of Honor is here today. Rest in peace to the legend, Latino Heats, Eddie Guerrero. I appreciate everything that that man did. I am one of the biggest Eddie Guerrero fans. Shout out to Latino Heat. Shout out to my fans. Shout out to the rest of DeLorean passengers. Shout out to the bloodline. I love you guys. Yo, five days in a row. We're going to finish it out tomorrow. We'll be back here with the Wrestling DeLorean podcast on a Friday. And we got a whole new journey because we're going to go back in time to 1999. And we're talking about the very first episode. Not even the very first episode. The pilot episode of SmackDown on UPN. If you remember UPN, SmackDown. So join us here tomorrow for a new episode of the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. We start a new journey. We're talking all about WWF SmackDown. Can't wait. The main event is The Undertaker and Triple H versus The Rock and Stone Cold. Enough said. Fucking join. I love you guys. Stay strong. Stay safe. Stay positive. I'll catch y'all tomorrow. Peace out, y'all. slots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you struggling to lose weight and keep it off? Tired of wasting time and money on starvation diets that lead to more frustration and stress? If there was a weight loss solution that could actually work for you, would you try it? Then head to Golo.com. I'm Steve. I lost 138 pounds in nine months on Golo. I'm Amber. I've lost 128 pounds with Golo taking release. If you're ready to take back control of your life, head to Golo.com now and see how Golo can work for you. That's G-O-L-O.com. My sleep is way better. My inflammation has gone way down. Golo saved my life. I was way overweight. That's what sent me down the path. I wanted to make sure and live for my kid. I have literally tried everything. I was on the verge of getting gastric bypass surgery, and I saw the Golo commercial, and it was the last thing I tried because it worked. Join over 2 million people who have found a better way to lose weight with Golo. Your healthier and happier life begins at Golo.com. That's G-O-L-O.com. Again, G-O-L-O.com.